Hey there, ACC fans. I would love to talk ball. The kickoff of the season is less than two weeks away, but conference realignment won't go away. The talks apparently still aren't done, and you know what they say. Buy low, sell high. Who can the ACC buy for pennies on the dollar? We're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked on ACC. You are Locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, ACC fans. First things first, let me tell you all something plain and clear. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Right now, when you bet on the Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Now, folks, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about realignment because there's apparently more going on than what we thought. Now, For everybody saying, hey, the ACC is unstable, they're done for, it's over, it's wraps, I can't believe what I'm hearing right now from Stanford and Cal. SMU, it made sense for them to take this type of deal, but Stanford and Cal, I'm legitimately mind blown. So let me tell you what the deal actually is before I continue to go on about how, how bewildered, bewitched, and bothered I am by hearing this news. This is a report from Ralph Russo at the Associated Press on Stanford trying extremely hard in order to receive an invite from the ACC. Now, leaders from Stanford, California, Oregon State, and Washington State spoke Thursday, and Stanford told its colleagues it had informed the ACC that it would be open to joining the conference at a greatly reduced or even no media rights payouts for several years, a person familiar with the discussions told the Associated Press. Whether getting Stanford and North Carolina, North California rival Cal at a cut rate will be enough to convince 12 of the necessary teams, 12 of the 15 ACC schools to vote to expand remains unknown. Folks, I don't know how else to say this. I don't know how else to say this, okay? They're going for pennies on the dollar. They're, they're, I'm anybody who knows me knows that I'm I'm very serious in all things I do in life about being ethical, being fair, and and you know I understand it's a a doggy dog world, eating you starve, all that good stuff, killer be killed. I personally believe that that humans have survived this long for being a, a social species that has taken care of each other. This is a moment where somebody is begging you to take them on, in essence, for free. Listen, (laughs) I'm again, I'm not going to lie to you and say that this won't come at a cost to the players. I'm not going to lie to you and say that. And again, I'm not talking about football because football, it'll be all right. I mean, we all know football at almost all these universities has private jets. Like, it hits different when they're doing what they do, how they want to do it. It's, It's just a different ball game than most other uh, programs. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I am sympathetic to that. And I have already proposed that the power five come back for everything outside of football. 
That because that's something I'm very serious about. Because the way this realignment and all that is moving, it just it doesn't necessarily make sense anymore to keep the non-revenue generating sports tethered to it. But with that being said, to pass up on these teams coming in and saying, hey, I don't want any money. Just let us let us get down. Just let us be a part, part of part of the crew. I know, I know, I know that there are hidden costs here. I know that there are hidden costs here. I know, I know, I know that, again, there is a different arrangement that needs to be worked out for the non-revenue sports. I know that. I know that. But if you're talking about the strength of the ACC and you have somebody that is quite literally saying, hey, whatever I got to do, that is begging and pleading virtually at this point, that is falling over themselves, that is just overwhelmingly saying, please, whatever I have to do, I will do it. You don't ask any questions. You find a way to make it work. You find a way to make it work. Because what's the alternative? What's the alternative, right? You don't acquire these teams, and then what happens? What happens with them? Because I, I don't think that the, the Big 12 just said that they're done expanding for the foreseeable future. I don't think that the Big 10 wants these teams taking a cut of the pie. And the SEC, I would agree, is also in that that mode of I don't want these teams taking the cut of the pie. But they're willing to come to the ACC for free up front. And trust me, I understand that there's no such thing as a free lunch. So, yes, it's free up front. But at some point in time, um, they're going to expect some of the, the revenue shares and all that good stuff. I, I, I understand that. I understand that. Yes. And again, I have talked ad nauseum about the cost for the baseball team, gymnastics, all of the, the the sports that, you know, have middle of the week competition. I've talked about the cost of that because I, I don't want this to be a situation where people are saying, oh, Ken, you're, you're in cahoots and, and saying whatever is for the dollar. That is not my personal belief at all. Trust me, if it was up to me personally, the NCAA would look wholly different than what it does now. It would look wholly different. But if we are talking about the environment and the moment, which we are in at this moment, and you're telling me that we're not going to take a Stanford team that's saying, hey, you ain't got to give us any money. With SMU, it made sense for them to say we're not going to take any money off the top because their TV contract with the American, I believe, still runs on for some years beyond this. So it makes sense. They're, they're going to have part of their bread going back to the American. They're going to have part of their streaming rights go back to the American, I would presume at least. So it makes sense. However, Stanford, they're free and clear. The, the, the four pack is free and clear. They don't, there's nothing. There's, there is nothing there saying any money that they generate belongs to anybody else. And they're saying, you can have our money for free. Just let us pull up. Just let us be, let us bask in the ambience of relevance. And we will let you get the money out of this that you are desiring, that you're hoping for. If it's about money, Clemson. Florida State, get on board. UNC, NC State, get on board. Get on board. And again, and again, I've already talked about if these teams' concern is player health and safety in terms of the other sports, hey, I understand. I understand. Because the, the money just isn't there to uh, – because after talking to some folks who work in logistics, who work in, um, you know, the, the kind of um, – Travel coordinator positions and all that. The operations manager—that's the role I was talking. 
thinking of. The operations manager positions and all that at some of these universities. After fully getting talked to, I can wholly admit that the 33 uh, million or the proposed 33 million that was coming in per team, 35 or 33 million, whatever it was coming in per team, it kind of like it's a it's a small game, but it's also I mean a lot of that's going to get eaten up. Okay, I understand that. I understand that. Not, I can admit that that is something I was uneducated on. I got educated on it. I reached out, did some talking, did some learning, did the, did the knowledge and the information on that, or did the um, knowledge gaining fact finding endeavors to get the information on that. But it's very clear to me, it's very clear to me that if these teams are in need and coming and saying, hey, we want to, this is what we want to do. I'm willing to do this. And so far, let me be clear that Stanford has been the only team that said, hey, I'll take the, the no revenue deal and all that. But it's hard to imagine these teams not following suit, especially if they believe that that's what it's going to take to get one of these universities over the hump. It's really, really hard to, to not see that happening because, I mean, it's, it's just, the conference wants more mo- The teams in the conference want more money. The teams that are outside the conference just want a Power 5 conference or Power 4 conference now. I mean, listen, I I don't know what to what else to say to y'all, but to quote the OJs and, and the, the classic song Forever Mine, I got what you want, you got what I need, and we were made for each other. That's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. I, I you know, I'ma just I'ma just leave that there and then we're gonna pay some bills around this thing. Folks, I want to make one thing fully and wholly clear to you all. FanDuel Sportsbook is the place to be this season. I'm trying to tell you everything that you could possibly need is right there on FanDuel. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on the Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl. If you want to pick my Lions, I ain't going to be mad at you. I ain't going to be mad at you, you know what I mean? I, you know, but you'll get bonus bets for every single victory. You can also get bonus – you can also use your bonus bets on point spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Take some time to visit FanDuel, and trust me, you will love to see – all of the money lines, props, and et cetera surrounding your teams. They've always got great stuff going on at FanDuel. So I've talked about kind of the situation in terms of, um, you know, what's, what's, you know, how Stanford has pretty much said, hey, we're going for next to nothing here, basically nothing. Um, and I just want to talk about the situation that these, these teams are in a little bit. We understand that Cal has the biggest deficit of any uh, sports program in the nation right now. And, and um, you know, we understand that neither one of these teams have ever been known for like, hey, this is a team that they're champions through and through. You would expect, especially in football, you would expect Stanford to be in that conversation every year. You would expect Cal to be in that conversation every year. Neither one of these teams are exactly of that caliber. But the Northern California market is absolutely massive in terms of viewership, in terms of total 
um, in terms of total cachet, in terms of, of total amount of eyeballs that you would be exposing the ACC to, it's massive. And I, I do think that people are slightly overstating the bump that you get in recruiting here. Like, I don't think that it'd be a, a wise strategy for, you know, Virginia Tech to now say like, oh, I need a bunch of players from Virginia. I'm, I'm sorry, from California. I need a ton of players from California now that we have two teams out there. Oh, yeah, we can go get all the kids from Washington. Now that, I mean, realistically, at max, you're playing, what, two games? Maybe three on the uh, other coast? I mean, that, that's that, that doesn't really, you know, if you're Syracuse, you're not saying that. If you're UNC, if you're NC State, I just – I doubt it, right? And, and we're not even going to talk about the the Florida and I'm um, at the Florida State and and Miami's of the world where you're already in a recruiting hotbed of your own. So I do think that the recruiting aspect of this is a little bit overblown. Like it's it's a little bit overblown. If you're a national brand like a Clemson who's recruiting nationally already, I don't think that this necessarily helps or hurts um, in the in the regard to recruiting. But what I do see is a a situation where uh, from and again, we all know what this is about. This is about dollars and cents. This is this is about dollars and cents. And from a dollars and cents standpoint, even if we aren't talking about the actual amount of money that they bring in just by like, hey, the, the deal being amended or whatever the case may be uh, when they come. I mean, like actual point blank viewership. These this is a, a good spot to be in, especially considering when Stanford was good, they were one of the more watched teams in the nation. Um, that's just the reality. When Harbaugh was there and, and had them rolling with Toby Gerhardt and all those guys, they were one of the most watched teams in the nation. And so you can pretty much expect a, a similar situation with these two. And again, the argument for these two, or really these four, stretches also to SMU in that if all of these teams are willing to come for free for the first few years, you're going to have a hard time selling me on not taking the Dallas market not taking the Northern California market, you know what I mean, for those prices. Yes, the Oregon State market ain't exactly the same. Sure, sure. But even with them, I mean, if they're willing to sign up for the same deal where it's like, hey, we're free up front the first five, seven years or so, we don't need anything. We just are are happy to be here. (sighs) Listen, listen, And, and trust me, as I've gotten a little older, I've learned a little better discernment than to to take everything that's offered before you and they said hey this is this is free we got something free for you because nine times out of ten it's a scam but in this situation i think the entities and the 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 parties that are at play here um it's just it's very hard very very hard for me to imagine a world where i'm sitting here saying to myself hey i don't want this for the acc i don't want this in any way shape form or fashion it's it's if I'm looking at this from a financial standpoint, again, from the standpoint of all things encapsulated, I get the arguments for or against it. I am completely neutral on it. If they want to expand, great. If they don't, I'm not mad at any team that doesn't. Trust me, from, from a purely like where does Kenton stand on this thing, as far as like what I want to see for the ACC going forward, I want what's best for all parties involved. I want something that works out for the conference, for the players, and for these teams that are on the outside looking in. And by the players, I mean the student athletes in every sport. I mean the track runners. I mean the swimmers. I mean the 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 soccer players. I mean the lacrosse players. I mean everybody. Of course, football and basketball and women's basketball. 
um, you know, baseball, all that good stuff. Everybody. I want what is best for all of these student athletes, because at the end of the day, the reality is very clear. If you just do the math and break this down, right? Yes, we're talking about lining the pockets, but, and this is why I'm neutral on this, I don't want to see a situation where we're completely ignoring any potential costs to the players because especially for the teams that will be impacted the most, even if most of them go pro with this, 99% of the time they will not make um, – they would not make I never have to work again money with their sport. And that's just the reality. That's just the reality. If I told you right now, name me five swimmers that were on a Wheaties box, could you do it? If I told you, name me three track runners, three track runners that ran track in college. They, they, you, we're not talking about the folks who were so talented, so gifted from 18 years old, they were in the Olympics. I'm talking about people who went to college who were are the folks that we're seeing right now name me just three that have their own spikes by any of the major shoe brands and trust me if you can name them in the comments hey you got me beat you have stumped the swab but there is no there is no uh no way no two ways about it you're not going to make life-changing you know hey i'm retiring at 28 or 29 when I'm done with the sport money out of most of these sports. So for most of these sports, it is more so their sport is a vehicle to get them a great education at a, at a reduced price than it is their sport is a vehicle to get them retiring money. Again, if we're talking football and basketball, we're talking something different. We're talking something different. But even amongst them, the percentage is not that high to where we should completely compromise the academic portion of it. And I know what you're saying, Ken. Why are you harping so much on the academic part and saying that the academic part is ruined? I'm not saying it is ruined. I'm saying that this would make it harder. This would make it harder. Traditionally, when you look at athletic departments, GPAs, um, you're going to see the non-revenue sports have higher GPAs on average than football teams. And there's a, there's a lot of reasons for that. And, and the football and basketball and all that, all of the revenue-generating sports, because generally, if you're good at a revenue-generating sport, people will let you slide with whatever in life, but there's, that's another philosophical conversation for another time. What I'm getting at here is that is why I'm neutral. That's why I'm neutral because I understand the cost on kids grades. And if a, a young man or young woman or young person is at their school and they're saying, well, I went to NC state because they're a research one Institute and I want to be an amazing engineer, but I'm falling behind on my class load because we are traveling by coastal um, on on you know a regular basis in the season that to me would not be that's a reason to say no so again i understand both sides of it i'm not rooting for either side however again the kenton with the money glasses on if you told me look at this from the standpoint of the people who are set to make ducats with this happening i completely understand that i completely understand it i make no bones about it i'm not gonna lie to you as I always say on this show, I don't scratch my head unless it itches. I don't dance unless I hear music. And with that being said, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, hey, I don't see the value in something when there definitely is. We're about to land this thing after a quick word from our sponsor. Stick right with us. So, folks, long story short, these teams 
particularly Stanford, has already come out, or sources have already come out saying Stanford would come for basically a a, a zero-down promotional price of sorts in terms of a team. I would expect these other teams to follow suit. There's also talks of of a potential vote being put out, um, you know, by today about the ACC. I'm sorry for getting this, excuse me, episode out to you so late. Lots of things have been going on in life. Don't worry. Locked on ACC will be fine. We will keep this thing rolling. But what I can tell you is this. From the money aspect, from the bean counter aspect, I think it makes sense to add these teams. However, there are drawbacks and there are costs. And from a non-bean counter perspective, I hope that those drawbacks and costs are fully taken into account with any vote or potential vote that is happening on this matter. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. I know it's going to be plenty of Cal and Stanford and Oregon State folks up in this thing. Washington State folks as well up there. And I want to say it's Pullman, Washington. We had a, a cast that guy out there not too long ago. Shout out to y'all. But come on back next time, all right? Until then, peace and love, y'all.